Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. If you're looking to be the next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, just go to CropMetcalf.com. Join their team today. Later in the show, we'll give you a chance to win tickets to see Luke Bryan when he comes to Jiffy Lube Live. That show is Saturday, June 22nd. We'll give those away in the 9 o'clock hour, so please continue to listen. We're going to hit the skins. That's brought to you by our friends at Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep has all of your energy and performance needs completely covered. Get some now at don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code JUNKIES. And remember, Don't Sleep makes you, yes, you radio listener, great. So the coaching staff is getting filled out for the commanders. Mm -hmm. They hired away Bobby Johnson. Not Ben Johnson from Detroit. Bobby Johnson. The Nubs so Johnson. They have, so they've got Brian Johnson and Bobby Johnson. <laughs> yeah, they're getting all the Johnsons lined up. Both it, offensive guys. What's interesting is if you read uh, one of the reports on Hawks Haven, they just like slammed him. Well, I think the finished. Giants gave up like a million sacks the this Giants, past season. The Giants ranked, 85, I think. The Giants, in his two seasons with New York, they ranked 30th in the league in offensive line. Gave up 134 really sacks. And he was seasons. like getting he was physical with, and getting in fights with players. But he was with the Colts, and they were ranked three. Yeah, back that year. I think Listen, it was. I'm sure he's a 19. decent coach, but it's a kind of a head scratch. It's interesting. Yeah, um, he's an old older th- guy. I think he's coached 15 years in the NFL <clears> and then maybe 15 years in college, something like that. He's I been around know, forever. I don't know what the connection is with Quinn. Maybe there is none. I couldn't. You think he plucked him just together. because it was a divisional team? Mm, I doubt it. And the Giants have been I mean, spending some a, high picks, some high capital unit. on offensive yeah. linemen, like. Andrew Thomas was number four pick in 2020. Evan Neal was the number seven pick in 2022. So they're, they're spending some pretty <laughs> high picks on guys up front to protect their quarterback. I just don't get worked up really about work out. offensive line coaching hires. The only Unless thing maybe your name is Callahan. <laughs> I think uh, Callahan brought his dad on board, right? Did he? In Tennessee? I didn't, I didn't see that. I think uh, so. I'm I mean, I'm sure nepotism is still alive yeah, and well. Probably. That's kind of reverse nepotism. Yeah. You bring it's the just dad interesting in. when it's a unit that really, really needs focus. Right. And when you bring in a guy who's coming off a you know a couple mediocre years, it's interesting. It is. And also, I'm telling you, it's kind of he, a head scratcher as he, a fan. But there's got to be a reason. He's fights with his players. But he must have a good like physical. Reputation. He's he must have like, a good reputation. Like real scraps, like during like yeah, he had practices. to apologize. <laughs> Say it'll he's never a big happen dude. again. He's a big. You dude. know, he's going. Uh, who knows what's going on? Look, Scuffles with players. I think coaching does matter, right? I've always said coaching matters. However, I don't get too wrapped up with the assistant coaches because, by and large, we don't know anything about these guys. It does seem like Dan Quinn is bringing in guys with more experience. So he brings in Bobby Johnson. He's bringing in Ken Norton Jr. to be the linebackers coach. Mm-hmm. My boy. The thing is, you have to have the talent. And we know linebacker, for example, they just haven't had good players. Um, I think Cody Barton is going to be a free agent. Oh, they got a bye-bye. 
Um, who else was the who was there at linebacker? Doesn't matter. The only one. I mean, Kalika Hudson stepped in. I think in Kalika and made Hudson plays, also, but he's undersized. The only one agent. that's worthy of maybe trying to salvage is Jamin. Right. In my so opinion. Cody Barton and Kalika Hudson, free agents. Yeah. So I would imagine they'll be gone. Yeah. Uh, Ken Norton Jr. So was, was a, I, I like so he was, was defensive David, coordinator, so they're bringing in guys' experience. David so they, Mayo also. So Mayo, Hudson, and Barton, all free Mayo, agents. Right. Linebacker. I mean, God bless him. What what a way to carve out an NFL career. Yeah. But he's a dime a dozen. Right, of course. I'm just saying. You know? They've got a bunch. They've got about 20 or 25 guys that are unrestricted. By the way, some of the writers, getting back to the Johnson hire for the offensive line coach, here's mm-hmm. what some of the writers had to say. In October, writers and I'm taking this from New York, New York. New, New York area writers. Yeah. In his two years as Giants OL coach, Bobby Johnson has turned what was once a promising offensive line into an absolute dumpster fire. Sure, some of the issues can be blamed on the personnel, but there's probably a reason that every lineman who is signed with New York has gotten significantly worse. The only player who's gotten better with Johnson has been Andrew Thomas, who remains one of the best tackles. In all of football. Well, I think they gave him credit for the guy that came off the bench, like he was off the couch. Okay. Do you remember who I'm talking I know about? The, I, I know who you're talking about. And can't he like, his it name. was like watching a game on Monday Night Football. Next thing you know, he's starting the next week. And I think <laughs> right. he basically started the rest okay. of the season. Right. And I think he might have even played some left tackle mm-hmm. for him. And he hadn't even played left tackle in years. Hmm. Um, so I think they are giving him credit for kind of coaching him. The up. only upside to hiring him is that the offensive line is already so bad. Like they can only they can up. only get better, right? right? They can only improve. Right. They can't really get any worse. It'd be hard to get it's worse. It's physically impossible How do you for them worse to get worse than the worst. Right. So maybe Quinn likes him, likes what he does, and I don't Not that it's a big deal, but why haven't the commanders updated their website on their coaching hires? They still have Nate Kazer as their special teams coordinator. I don't know. I the don't only know. one that they've kept so far is Tavita. Right. And Ryan Kerrigan. Oh, they is, did. was Kerrigan officially Ryan Kerrigan. Yes. Okay. Yep. I like that. Yep. So he'll be the assistant defensive line coach, or is he going to be the head? I'd head have to look at what his exact title is. He almost is. had two titles. It might have been like assistant defensive line slash pass rush specialist or something like that. Mm-hmm. They give these guys a lot of titles now. That's assistant good. linebacker coach pass rush specialist. Yeah, there you go. You want to say that again, uh, Drab? Assistant linebackers coach? That's what Kime said. Oh, okay. Assistant so- linebackers coach pass Rush. So you went from the that deep- pass rush can get you in trouble if you say it pass too quick. Rush specialist. That's like those those words go blend together. A lot of S's in there. Like yeah. Sunday red. Yeah. Sunday red. red. <laughs> to go back to again, Tigers. I'm not going to get too worked up about I don't think you the should. coaching hires. I do think that Dan Quinn is filling out a very experienced coaching staff, and the knock against Rivera's staff was some of the guys were more green. Yeah. I don't know if ultimately that makes a difference. I wanted to point out, I'm just trying to see, I put this up on our Instagram, Sports Junkies Radio. Give us a follow on Instagram. Um, the Chiefs defense was really good, right? Chiefs defense had the number two uh, scoring defense this year, and I think it was 33rd team put out a graphic mm-hmm. of how they built the youngest defense in the NFL. And hmm. look, this is what, Adam Peters is going to need to do. So it's great to have all these coaches, but you have to draft the right players. So they have a couple of vets. Okay. Chris Jones Mm -hmm. was drafted in 2016, second round pick. Free agent. Their other defensive tackle was a third round pick in 2018. But then you look at most of these guys and they're all drafted like 2020 and later. Yeah. Willie Gay, second round 2020. He's their star linebacker. Legereus Sneed. 
fourth-round pick in 2020. Um, Their defensive end was a fifth-rounder. Nick Bolton, linebacker, 2021 second-rounder. On the other side, I was... Karlaftis, first-round pick, 2022. McDuffie, first-round pick, 2022. Uh, Safety. I mean, they, they were all picked outside of Chris Jones and a couple guys... All like after 2022, the starting defense, all of them, yeah, in the young. last two drafts, yeah. they filled out almost the entire defense. No, that's encouraging. And, then, and they're completely different defense. Now, Peters, he had to have had a hand in picking Jawan Jennings, right? Like the, those two intersected? Yeah. Because that dude is that he's, a, he's a contributor, and he was picked in the seventh round. Like yeah. that's the sort of guy, like that's why I think Commanders fans should be encouraged because hopefully he's going to hit on the high picks. But if you can find a guy like that, a contributor like that in the seventh round, that's where you that's where you build the the depth on your roster, the cheap labor on your roster. I'm that, sure he's a big part of it. You just never know because John Lynch is the one making the final call, right? right? Yeah. But, and, assume, and, but Peter's and had a lot scouts. to do with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's in the room for sure. Yeah. I would imagine he scouted him and was probably stumping but for him. But it's not to be just that. It was, I mean, Greenlaw and Warner, they're stud Right, tandem linebackers. When was Warner th- picked fourth or fifth? But this is why Warner was three. I think Greenlaw was five. Okay, this is why I believe you can turn things around quickly because the Rams did the same thing. The Rams gutted their team. They had one down year, and then they were back in the playoffs. Now, they, the Chiefs and the Rams have, you know, really good quarterbacks, mm-hmm. Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, but they turned around their defenses just by just stocking them with draft picks, going young. Cheap. You got to hit on the players. Though. You can do. I don't think you can turn a defense around with just draft picks in one year. No, I don't think you can. No, you, you got to go out and get. Guys. Improve I mean, it. I'm I mean, saying there's a couple. Draft the next Micah Parsons. You're not going to go from where were they ranked defensively? Thirty second. The Commanders. Pretty, yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I don't know. Right exactly around there, right in the thirty, thirty one, thirty. You're not going to get up to the top five or top ten. <clears throat> I don't thinking well, just just because you hit on a, well, the that next would be, Micah Parsons. That would be miraculous. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, be you know you need a bunch of time turnaround. By the way, speaking of their defense, if you had asked me to tell you how old Ken Norton Jr. was, I would have said that he's fifty-eight. I would have said that he's like seventy. Oh, really? Crazy. I'm going to say younger than us. He's fifty-seven. Oh, he's I, I would guess fifty-eight. Yeah, I I would put all my money on him being old. Old. Well, he played in the late eighties, early nineties. I just didn't think. I didn't think he was that. Done by the I didn't think he was that young. Yeah. I just don't have a real file on Ken Norton Jr.'s age. the 94 team. I guess. <clears throat> it's kind now, of I weird. don't think that anybody should get worked up about the vast majority of the coaches. I think the ones that are worthy of sort of building up a, a little bit of emotion for is your head coach, yeah. your offensive coordinator, and your defense coordinator. Those are the three that you care about. Those are the three biggies. The rest, whatever. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, fill, fill them out, out the staff, and you hope they're good. good. I like that they got in Brian Johnson's kind of the, the OC and waiting if Kingsbury all of a sudden you know turns it around, gets and moves on, but I, I don't think you should worry too much about the offensive line coach or some of the tight end coach or no. these others. I, I think we all agreed on this that in terms of order of importance, yeah, of the off season, GM was number one, mm-hmm. and coach, coach head coach was actually behind who they draft at number two a quarterback, right? Because GM probably the most important quarterback. Head coach. All right, but, and then this is even beyond that. But I do find it interesting how I think teams can turn it around quickly via the draft. And it will be interesting to see what they do 
with the number two pick. But, JP, and I've said this before, you might be right on the head coach, that one guy, mm-hmm. but the staff yeah, yeah. is way higher than number three. It's way higher than the quarterback. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. The staff in general. I don't know. It is because I, you're developing that pick and all the other picks. Yeah, but you have to have the, the It's not like the number two the guy. Quarterback spot. Okay, but he's got to be coached. Understood. You can't just come in but and I, be a superstar. I think, right I think natural talent trumps any coaching. Like, coaching can refine the talent that you have. But well, if you don't it have you don't think, talent, it depends. All, all right, you don't think Andy Reid and that staff had something to do with Mahomes' success? They have had something to do with it. I think. How his, about Steve Spagnuolo gen- with think, that defense? I think his genetic makeup and his talent at quarterback supersedes I think the all the coaching, coaching staffs are so much more important than you guys are giving okay. it. Okay, you, you, we'll Maybe. disagree to disagree. So I mean, come CJ on. Stroud coaching bust. staff. All right, do you think CJ? I'm not saying one head coach. I'm saying the staff in general. Yeah, yeah but do you think CJ Stroud <clears throat> out of 32 staffs? You think he busts on half of them, or do you think he busts I, I on ten of them? I have no idea. Well, you're you're saying I, that the uh, coaching staff, like I kind of agree with you. Think Houston staff didn't coach him well this of year? Of course, but I also I mean, Bobby think Bobby Sloak was up I for think, a bunch. I of I think jobs. he probably would have succeeded in. I, I think Peyton Manning twenty five spots. On, with any yeah, staff. I think yeah, what you're talking about outliers. <laughs> no, no, the elite guys don't. It doesn't matter. They're going to. I think Joe Burrow's good with any staff. But the middle of the road guys, put it this way: Sam Howell would have done better with a better coach. I agree with Jason in that sense. But I can also make the argument that. Uh, like Mike Shanahan had an unbelievable staff in hindsight, especially a lot of young studs, and they didn't really do anything. I mean, yeah. did Lamar Jackson get better with this particular offensive coaching staff that he did? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. His previous five years? Yeah, but he won the MVP with a different coach. Is he a better quarterback? Ask the Ravens fan. Is but he, he a better quarterback just, now? That could just be experience. Just, yeah, exactly. So you guys are so just hire hire us as the staff. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know. No, I just think there's a lot of guys us. that are good coaches. Everybody wants to dra- draft offensive linemen, but you don't care if the offensive line coach is any good. No, I think that they're all decent. Probably they're no, all in the same kind of, realm. No. They're all in the no, same. Some are realm. Better, no, it's just no. New, no, it's nuance some are, that some we don't understand. Yeah, we don't. Some, huh? We don't understand the nuance of what they do. Of course, some are better but than all, others. All professional offensive line coaches are basically teaching <clears throat> the same techniques. This, no, the by not, and large, that's not necessarily. Some are. I mean, is Kyle teachers. Shanahan? Some are better than is others. Kyle Shanahan a better offensive coordinator than Scott Turner? Yeah, he's. One or are they the just the same? No, because... no, he's one of the better ones. Well, that's my point. I mean, so we got three coaching doesn't matter guys. You got to. You got to put. You got to. What it's not true. Shanahan, I've said that what, coaches matter, but I I, I yeah, think they that matter, I think that they definitely matter. I think but the player not, they don't matter more than the player. Yeah, I don't the think. player C.J. Stroud, to use an example, who won Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I would guess. I could be wrong. I would guess that if he was drafted by the Vikings this year, he probably would have been Offensive Rookie of the Year If C.J. Stroud was playing here, he wouldn't have had the year that he had in Houston. I would say that. But it could be the players around you too, not necessarily the coaches. But like, if CJ Stroud was in Carolina, would he have had a better year than Bryce Young with the same coaches? I would, I would argue, maybe. Yes. I would argue, yes. I'm sure. Well, look, Bryce had a terrible year, <coughs> but he wouldn't have been looked at as an All Pro. 
CJ Stroud would have been held back here by Donk Eric Bieniemy, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean Eric Bieniemy would have just chewed him up. <laughs> What's my point? There's certain staffs that sixty times a game. There's certain <laughs> staffs that won't make the player as good. So when you talk about all these guys that Quinn's hiring, all right, maybe I'll give you Dan Quinn isn't as important as who they draft, but as a staff, you better coach. You're not just coaching up the number two pick. You're coaching up at who you're picking in second round, third round, the entire free team. agents. Yeah, that's more the player Bryce Young. The argument about Bryce Young before the season was he's set up for success. His head coach is Frank Reich. He's great with quarterbacks. Yeah. Turns right. out they have a meddling owner. They just couldn't, I know. They couldn't stay out of the but way. But it's also that maybe Bryce Young wasn't as good as expected. Now, it's early to, I bet to make you a call he's, on I Bryce bet you Young. he's much better in year two than year one. I would, he might be. I would hope so. He might be, but well, it for might not be good enough. Better be. It might not be good enough. And that's going to be because the staff is probably a better staff. To make well, and, him and he'll be more experienced. He'll have a full off season to work on stuff and go through his film. But how much better is he going to be? We're going to find out. But he I will think be it's better. definitely a factor. I think there are a lot of factors. I can't remember who came on the show and and, and brought up Justin Fields having a different offensive coordinator year after year after year. Like that's going to affect you. Yeah. So you're making the argument that your coaching staff is more important than your talent. And I would say that no, no, I, I would disagree ta- with that. I didn't say talent. You're just saying the number two pick. I'm just saying You're overall, saying that one talent player. is more important than the coaching I'm say, overall. I'm saying that the the staff has a lot to do with how good that talent is and how how much better they get. Here, here's why I'm staff saying the number two pick. But the talent is the primary. Here's what I'm saying. The number two pick is more important than the head coach and then the staffing. If it's a quarterback, okay? Mm-hmm. Because Justin Herbert, for example, who hasn't had playoff success, only been in the playoffs once, um, he was drafted by the Chargers, all right? The coach is blown out, but you still got Justin Herbert. You still have a chance to have a great team. So right, well, you get the coach right. But it's harder to me, in my opinion, to find that quarterback than to find a head coach who can steer the ship with that quarterback. Okay, but let's see I how do much think coaching matters because I do let's think see how much better I do think, Harbaugh and that staff make Justin Herbert. He's only co- been to the how many times have you been to playoff? Once? I think it's once. Yeah. I do think coaching matters because I do think if you had taken well, that's my Kyle Shanahan's staff. And Kyle Shannon's system, and he moved over to the L.A. Chargers mm-hmm. and had been coaching Justin Herbert, Herbert would have had more success. Yes. But I'll You're take the player first. You're agreeing with me. Right. But to me, the player is more I, important I, I at almost, quarterback. I almost think that's pretty equal, but we'll see. All right. Don't forget, forget, coming up in just about an hour, we'll be joined by Ava Wallace, who covers the Wizards for the Washington Post. She will join us coming up at 820 here on the Junks.